0: What are you doing here? I'm here because I'm Lou Gerlock with Think Chat, and this is Confessions of a PYP Teacher. Welcome to Confession Number Eighty Six as we continue on our Design Thinking Challenge with evolving our practice with power. P O W R. I'm so excited to record this episode on the second birthday of this podcast. Woo woo! What a journey. I never thought I'd ever record a single episode, to be honest. It's kind of No frills, it's just me talking, it's just whatever. But I can't believe it. I've recorded 86 episodes of meandering thoughts about the PYP and good practice over the past two years. And it's truly been a passion project to help other educators and to get my thoughts out there and and just to ramble. Because, ugh, don't we just love learning from each other? That's why I listened to um, Levi Allison's uh, Recess Duty podcast. There's so many podcasts out there that just make us think and feel and just feel good about what we do. And so I'm grateful for um, this journey of mine. And as we continue to close out um, the design thinking model, the last part is evolve. And as we've gone through this design thinking challenge together, um, it has been such a pleasure to connect the two books that I currently love most in the world um, right now that have really touched me this past year, which is The Four Agreements by uh, Don Miguel Ruiz and Pop-Up Studio, Responsive Teaching for Today's Learners by Misty Patterson. They have left the greatest imprint on how I think and craft my, my own learning and my own workshops that I present um, to others. and as we come to this close of this challenge i want to consider misty's model called power p-o-w-r of connecting thinking as we try to evolve as educators and learners and according to misty the power coaching cycle is a metacognitive process to power up learning designs and conversations It's all about activating the marveler's mindset to hold learning up to the light. The cycle consists of four moves, prepare, observe, wonder, and respond. Now our joy is to take a look at these and try to make them relative to our own practice The way we evolve as human beings is by interacting with others and receiving that critical feedback and feed forward. And this process of continual interaction shapes and reshapes our understanding of the world while making us a bit better. Think about that. And we're constantly evolving in this process. Well, we have to have an open mind, right? That's a part of it as well. We also have to take risks um, be able to face that uncertain situation and, and not give up when the going gets tough. And that, that takes a lot of energy. That takes a lot of skill development. But I love the notion that the goal of this process is to highlight the marveler's mindset. We actively engage in self-assessment practice so we can increase our curiosity and marvel doesn't that sound absolutely delicious uh, and misty continues she says activating power feels like a feedback loop or a thinking routine we use it when we want, we use it when we want to put learners and learning front and center when we want to cradle and cherish the learning experience When I read this, it reinforces my ideas about reflective practice on a daily basis. As an educator, I want my learners to know their strengths and their areas of growth so they can evolve in their practice. So I love this notion so they can cradle and cherish their learning. And I'm doing a happy dance right here about now. And for those that are sports fans, I'm doing a Super Bowl dance or an end zone um, happy dance. You just can't see it, right? Because I'm in my PJs. So how does this power coaching cycle work? There are four moves. Um, Kind of like Project Zero's thinking moves that guide the process that we're going to unpack. And they're deeply connected with the four A's that we talked about um, before. So there's prepare, observe, wonder, and respond. Makes sense. Acronym for power. So what does it mean for to prepare? We set our intention as professional marvelers. There's many things we can focus on but what is our intention? What's immediately in front of us that makes us marvel? So we choose a four four eight or all of them to nudge the thinking to wow, as Misty says. What does it mean to observe? We gather evidence. We notice the tools that learners use to guide their thinking. Remember, this is a coaching process we use with our learners wonder. We consider optional and optimal responses to nudge thinking. What does that mean? We ask ourselves clarifying questions so we can scaffold many conferences with our learners with a clear purpose. Ooh. So now we're bringing in wonderings into this process. And then respond. We engage in real time. Meaning we initiate purposeful conversations by asking intentional questions that deepen thinking and connections. Wow, that's a lot. So how does this dynamic process you know, connect with an intuitive coaching process? This model puts it at front and center. It's user-friendly. It's easy to implement. And the one thing that Misty does in her book is she provides concrete examples of how to go through the power coaching cycle using the four A's as a lens. And I'm obsessed because it's so easy. You just have to know how to utilize these for yourself in your own context. To be honest, my favorite is centered on abundance. There's different ways. Remember, there's abundance, authenticity, awareness, and anew. Those are your lenses of how you're going to see the power coaching cycle. But I uh, love abundance. Love you, Misty. So want to take a peek? I know you do. That's why you're here. So to generate abundant ideas, we generally start with an interesting guiding question that can be explored from different perspectives. And here's an abundant question. So where is the learner's interest located in the broader world? Okay, so basically, how is whatever they're interested in exploring connected to the greater world, right? So this question reminds me of a Genius Hour or personal inquiry, or free inquiry, um, depending on whom you ask, experience where I had a male student who was very known to be very sporty. So we would classify that in American as a jock. And he he strutted his stuff. He was Mr. Sports Personality. He was the class clown. He did everything. And he came to me and said, Miss Gerlach, for my personal inquiry, I want to learn how to embroider honeys okay that's sewing if you don't know right that's stitching if you don't know I nearly fell off my chair but what I did as a professional I play, paste did a smile on my face and I said what makes you think that sweetheart and he's like well you know my grandma she's really amazing at embroidery she embroiders cushions and she does all of this uh, this work and every time i go to her house she's embroidering something and i want to learn it because i just love my grandma that melted a heart my heart a minute so here are some guiding questions that were sparked by that guided that master guided question where is the learner's interest located in the broader world So this is how you break it down possibly, to a tangible level. So what is embroidery, right? He needs to be able to define it. How do we make embroidery stitches? So he's gonna have to learn how, what that looks like possibly on YouTube. What are the materials needed to make an embroidery piece? It's gotta be more than just the thread. What are the purposes of each stitch? So there are different types of stitches, and how do they work? And how do you make them? And why do we make them that way? And how can we use embroidery in a variety of ways, such as on a sports jersey or on shoes? Because I'm trying to make it relevant to him. And why should we care about the art of embroidery? This process gets our abundant ideas flowing so we can prepare for the power coaching cycle woo we right? So, now here comes the challenge for you. So you're gonna go through that process of looking at that guided question. Where is the learner's interest located in the broader world? And then you're gonna just brainstorm whatever is your focus and just kind of break it down, right, like form, function, connection, thinking about your key concepts as a tool. Then we're going to frame it into the challenge, into the power coaching cycle. So your challenge is to answer the guided questions that we talked about, and then try to stretch your thinking by asking other questions. And then you're going to get ready to use the power coaching cycle um, that Misty has proposed. So prepare. I want you to think about an object or um a topic that seems ordinary at first glance such as a chair a jar a pen the water cycle right whatever it might be observe what happens when you observe this thing through different disciplinary lenses from a scientist or an artist a designer a mathematician Ooh. This is why I love abundance. Wonder what happens when you view this thing or this object of thing through a variety of conceptual lenses. Mm, now it gets fancy dancy. Where well, we're going to look at it from possibly perspective, system, play, change, or texture. Now respond comes next. What role might abundance play in your educational context? <sighs> Are you getting that goose too? I can't believe how amazing this power coaching cycle is and how can revolutionize our teaching and coaching? So imagine if you're sitting there with your learner, right? Because that's really where we want this to happen. We're th- seeing it with our learner and looking at what they're unpacking. And let's say they're looking at multiplication. What are all the different ways that, multipl- that you can show your ideas of multiplication? Let's prepare. Observe. How can we think about multiplication from an artist's perspective, a scientist's perspective, a designer's perspective? Now we're helping our students. We're observing their process then wonder what happens when we observe multiplication from the, pers- from the lens of perspective, remember we're going through a conceptual lens, um, perspective, system, play, change, or texture. I'd probably take out texture, but all the other ones you could easily use, and then respond, hmm, how can abundance, play a role in understanding a deeper multiplication. Whoa, that's hugely different than, hey, here, let's do this algorithm. Let's use these base 10 blocks, kid. (sighs) Right? And so we're trying to think about this process with ourselves. Now, it helps um, us to think about this in a more abundant lens, it can help our planning process. The pl- the possibilities are literally endless. So I want you to go through thinking about as this challenge. How do you prepare for in your context? Look at something that you have to teach that's kind of topical, right? And pick that. That's that's your your choosing your intention then observe remember we're looking at it from different disciplinary lenses from different roles that we can possibly take on then wonder we're looking at it from conceptual lens and then respond we're trying to look at it from the lens possibly our learner uh, what are different abundant ways that we can stretch and grow it I personally want to thank Misty Patterson for creating such a phenomenal book and allowing me um, to use generously examples from her text, Pop-Up Studio Responsive Teaching for Today's Learners. If you don't have a copy, I don't ever endorse any materials, but I'm telling you as a seasoned practitioner, this is the most simple explanations of complex Ideas. This book makes inquiry, agency, conceptual understanding, coaching so tangible, it hurts. I've read a lot of books that are a lot of theory, and she has theory and pedagogy in there, the explanation of why it's important. It's based off a solid research, but then she makes models that are so scaffolded, that you can easily implement it with your learners. So get a copy. I'm gonna put in the description where you can get the ebook and also the physical book if that's what you want. Please share your ideas, your wonderings, your connections on social. We learn so much from each other. And don't be afraid of saying, ah, this isn't a good thing. Of course it's a great thing. And just put a hashtag think chat 2020, either on Twitter or LinkedIn. I'd love to know your thinking because there's so many different ways of learning about this. So as always, have a blessed day and I can't wait to see what you create.